as we see global changes happening, we see protests, we see all these different movements. It's important that this topic gets out there now because there's two different paradigms to activism. And the old paradigm is about going out and forcing our way, right? Forcing our will upon things that we don't really agree with and things we want to change. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence, for spending your quality time and energy here with me. I know there's a million things going on out there in the world and you could be anywhere, but you decided to come and join me today and I really appreciate that. So today, now today's episode is for you if you consider yourself somebody who wants to make a change in this world for the better, or even if you're an activist already, if you are already speaking up and standing for something that you believe in, this episode is for you. Because today we are talking about sacred activism. Now, this sounds like a really loaded term, and it can be because you can go real deep into it. But today, for simplicity purposes, I'm going to just give you guys the basics so that we can stay on the same page and in due time, more obviously will come out. But before I get into the content for today, I would love to invite you guys over to my Facebook page, Cody Ann Smith. You can follow me there or you can head over to Instagram and you can find my account over there at CodySmith.SovereignSolutions, spelled just like this podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes below so that you can see the important links below. And you can also just follow my account's directly from there so you don't have to go look them up by yourself. All right. So without further ado, let's get into today's topic, talking about sacred activism. The other day I was sitting outside in contemplation and I always keep my journal with me as I do that. And for, I don't know, probably about the oh, the week prior to sitting out there and just finally surrendering and asking for the guidance, I kept hearing the term sacred activism and I couldn't quite figure out why that was until now. And now I completely understand that I need to talk to you guys about this because right now, as we see global changes happening, we see protests, we see all these different movements. It's important that this topic gets out there now because there's two different paradigms to activism. And the old paradigm is about going out and forcing our way, right? Forcing our will upon things that we don't really agree with and things we want to change. That's the old way of activism. And the old way is really devoid of spirituality and devoid of uh, the sacred aspect. So it doesn't have this co-creation aspect that sacred activism has, which means that people end up getting exhausted, burnt out. A lot of people feel hopeless. They feel like they can't keep going on because nothing's changing and they can't quite figure out why. And they ask themselves, 
Why do I continue to do this? Is it worth it? And a lot of people end up giving up, which is a very sad thing because it doesn't have to be that way. And that's exactly why we are talking about sacred activism today. So what exactly is sacred activism? Well, as I was journaling and what came through to me was this really simple definition. Now, this isn't just set in stone. Obviously, everyone has their own definition of what this could be, but this is what came through for me. So sacred activism is aligning our personal will with the will of the divine as to co-create the change that we wish to see in the world. Now, what does that mean? Aligning our personal will with the will of the divine to co-create the change that we wish to see in the world. Well, we have a personal will. We have our own desires. We have our own personal things that we want to see change. We have our belief systems. We have all of that stuff that are really personal to us. And it kind of drives us out to the world to create this change or to stand up for what we believe in. So we, we have our own kind of little agenda. We have our own will that we want to impose on the world, which there's nothing wrong with that because it's the nature of change, right? But when we align it with divine will, it becomes extremely powerful. So it takes a lot of inner work to do this, and we'll get into that here in a few minutes, but it takes a lot to be able to align our personal will with the will of the divine. It takes a lot of faith and it takes a lot of surrender as well. So the will of the divine, that is the divine plan. The divine has its own will and it's like the life story of how evolution ends up going on. The divine is also not all light and it does have darkness in it because darkness is the feminine principle and the light is... uh, what comes out of that darkness. So things become birthed from these dark times and the divine will knows that evolution is about expansion. And however that might look, maybe it won't always agree with how we think it should go, but the divine has a plan. So once we align our personal will, our desires, our passions with the will of the divine by surrender, That's when we can co-create together, right? And co-creation is, it kind of dances between two different poles. So with the old paradigm activism, co-creation is not existent there. Co-creation means that we know when to act and we know when to restrain ourselves, right? Instead of forcing our will, we know how to embody our power, without trying to force it on another person. And that balance between co-creation of surrender, knowing when to act, when to not act, when to go within, and when to go out and actually go out with action, right? Go out and take the action that is going to help make this change. That is what creates a powerful connection between us and the divine. And that is how we end up changing the world. Otherwise, it feels like we're just pedaling up Mount Everest and it gets exhausting. So um, there's actually a gene key for this gene key. I believe it's gene key 40 and it moves from the shadow of exhaustion to the gift of resolve and resolve is about only taking action pretty much on what 
the soul has energy for. Exhaustion is when we're pushing up against divine will. And then the city or the the essence of that gene key is divine will. So if you are an activist or if you're somebody who um, is out there to make change, especially you want to see change in the world, then I highly recommend that you read about the gene key 40 because it can open up more of this. It can actually not open it up, but bring it to more depth so that you can understand it from a deeper level than just this simple little broadcast that I'm sharing right here. So so yes, that's how we end up creating change and doing it um, in a co-created relationship with the divine is by surrendering our personal will, aligning our soul's will with the will of the divine. All right, so um, that's a long-winded definition. <laughs> so it's probably going to take a little bit of contemplating and figuring out what's true for you. And um, yeah, so there's three stages to sacred activism, okay? And the reason there's three stages is because we don't just go out and force our will upon things, right? Like there's a method to the madness. And the first stage happens at an individual level, right? The first stage is individual. Uh, this is a very personal level. This is where a person takes a hero's journey. And the reason for that is because the more that we shift our energy, everything in this world is an energy, right? Uh, we have a lot more impact when we align our energies in a purified, coherent way. So when we work on ourselves and we do this inner work and we go within and we answer our highest calling and we are devoted to spirit, it starts to purge out uh, lower frequency energy, heavy energy, and it starts raising the vibration of our auras. And when on the frequency of our auras are vibrating at a high frequency, that's when it has the most impact. And this only can happen when we feel coherent within our bodies, which means we are we become a clear channel for the divine, basically. And this happens also through self-mastery and shadow work, because the more that we master ourselves, the more we're able to cultivate the energy that we uh, want to create in the world. And that's really important that we embody the energy in which we wish to see in the world. So if we want freedom, for example, then we have to work on mastering our freedom within. And that creates the frequency so that it can create change in the world. This frequency vibrates through your aura. So everything you come into contact with, it affects that. That's why it's really, really powerful to work at this energetic level. And that's why sacred activism is a little different than old paradigm activism where you just go out and you do your thing because sacred activism really has that connection with the divine and it always starts at this individual level. So it works with integration. It works with your lifestyle. What you decide to do in your day-to-day -day life has a big impact on the frequency in which you hold in your body on a daily basis. Um, there's a lot of healing work, obviously, with the shadow. And then you learn how to find your purpose and your truth and your ultimate purpose and truth, not just what other people have said that resonates with you, but your ultimate purpose and your truth that lies deep inside of yourself. So understanding how to connect with yourself at that deep level is really, really crucial um, with being able to actually go out and make the impact that an activist 
really truly wants to make. All right, so that is the first stage is individual. And from there, it infiltrates into the second stage. And the second stage is communal. So it's about community. It's about small groups of people coming together, which have been already through the first stage, who have worked on themselves at a very deep level, who have purified their energy, raised their frequency, aligned um, with their higher purpose, answered their call, is real connected to their intuition, has an open heart, and does not make decisions only from the mind, but mainly from the heart space, because that's what brings harmony. That's what brings synarchy into all of our interactions in small groups and in large groups. So at a communal level, it's a collection of individuals that come together in forms and it forms communities that seem to work together for a common higher purpose. And that is something that's determined by the group. Basically, when you call in your allies, usually your allies come in uh, because you guys already resonate with one another. They are part of your fractal family, your soul family. And so it's a natural thing that happens for specific people to come into your lives. And you start to form these communities and you're working toward a common goal and you're working together. And what happens at this level is that not only does it take on a higher purpose, but the more auras that come together, they create an even bigger aura. Okay. So there's a coherence within a group. And this is what we call synarchy. This is where people have their own individual roles inside of a group that make up that group dynamic. And each person has a specific role that's equally important. This can also be thought of as the hive mind or the cluster, right? There's little clusters of people who are coming together for a common higher purpose. And so when that happens, we all kind of have the same ideals in a way. We just get to offer our own personal style to that. And that's what creates change from a higher level, right? There's more people working toward a common goal, which makes that even more powerful, especially when it comes together through the co-creation of the divine. So naturally what happens is that we go into the third stage of sacred activism and those communities or those groups of people start infiltrating the world and there's more groups that end up popping up all over the place. So for me, I can see this pretty much as a spider web and where the spider webs interconnect, that's where each group would be and they just connect with other groups around the world. And that's how we raise the global consciousness. That is also how we make global change. Everything is interconnected. And that is what really lays at the foundation of this global sacred activism is interconnectedness. It's a bunch of communal auras coming together to make an impact. So each community, each little silo, if you will, they come together for a higher purpose. Each part of those little communities in that web are all interconnected. And when something happens within one community, we understand and we know that it can affect somebody all the way across the world. That's why we have to go through these stages so that we can take on a higher purpose and open our hearts so that our actions do not negatively impact another group of people. 
right? No matter what the cause is that we're standing for, no matter what that is, we have to be the embodiment of a higher purpose. So naturally, as these communities start to connect with one another, especially at an energetic level first, it creates a higher purpose economy. Each community already is self-sustainable. There's no centralized power at this level, not with sacred activism. There's really not. Uh, We all know that each person, remember at the communal level in stage two, that each person has their own special flavor to add to the group, which is called synarchy. And when we all work together as this synarchy, it creates a synthesis. And this synthesis is a synthesis of synergy, where everybody comes together for a higher purpose. And when I say everybody, by the way, I mean that very lightly. We don't need every single person in this world to do this work for it to actually make an impact. We just need a large amount of people to come together for a common higher purpose. And that is going to change the world on a global scale. But what this also does is it generates healing for the globe and the collective. And how that happens is because through these auras that are coming together, it creates a collective consciousness, a collective aura that other people can tap into so that they can have assistance and guidance and sometimes, you know, just a lift in energy when their energy is low. I know for me, I gave the example the other day that with everything that's going on in the world, I was feeling a really, really heavy pressured energy and it felt like I couldn't even get a deep breath all the way. So there was a few days where that was going on and then I saw a picture of the Schumann resonance and the energy was actually really, really high. It was spiking. And I know that when the energy increases, that it affects me in in a lot of different ways. It affects all of us, actually, but it purges out those lower frequencies, right? So there's a lot of discomfort that can come with that. And what I realized from that picture, there was a caption below it, and it said that there was going to be a global meditation at, like, the next day sometime. Well, the next morning I woke up, and this is after they had done the global meditation, And all that heavy energy that I was feeling was gone. I felt a peace take over me. And I believe the reason for this is because they created this beautiful, sacred, energetic frequency for those of us who were having a hard time or working through difficult emotions and difficult energies at that time. So we could tap into that and then help us to raise our frequency back up because we all work together in that way. Nobody ever just stays at a high frequency. It dips and it comes back up and it dips and it comes back up. Now, as we start stabilizing that, those dips and those highs and lows, they become less and less frequent, but they never actually go away. So this is what I mean by generating uh, healing for the globe and the collective is that we create these energy fields through these different groups that come together, especially at an energetic level, and other people can tap into that. And it can help heal them, whether they realize it or not. And this ultimately gives way to heaven on earth. So uh, I just did a recent episode on heaven on earth too, so you can go check that out as well. I'll put it in the links below too. But I, I believe that sacred activism really goes hand in hand with creating heaven on earth. And every person has something that they specifically 
are an activist for, right? There's vegan activism. There's climate activism. There's conscious parenting activism. There's a bunch of different activists out there that are kind of living in their own silos right now. But when we can understand the interconnectedness and we realize that when we change at an individual level and we master ourselves and we answer our higher calling, that that's the first step. That's the first stage in sacred activism because then we create this interconnectedness that then infiltrates our communities and the globe. And that's how we create change. So yeah, that's pretty much that in a nutshell. I really just sat down and let it all come through. And that's kind of what came through for that. And I felt like it was really important. It needed to be shared. I also shared it on my brand new YouTube channel, which I just created not too long ago, just so I could post videos there when I feel inspired. So if you guys are interested in following that as well, definitely look up Sovereign Solutions on YouTube and subscribe to that channel. Um, But yeah, so this is pretty much all that I have for you guys on this episode. If you did find it inspiring or you found some kind of illumination mentally or physically or emotionally in some way, then please, please share this with somebody who could benefit from it. Pretty much anyone who is working towards helping build the new earth. This is probably really, really good for them to hear. So um, yeah, thank you so much also to those of you who have shared. It really helps this podcast and helps the message get spread. And I really appreciate that. Also, if you're looking for some one-on-one help through these stages, uh, particularly the individual stage where there's a lot of healing, uh, shadow work, self-mastery and all that, well, that's my jam. You know, we can dive into your stories. We can figure out your gifts. We can help you align your energies and create that spiritual devotion, that kind of thing, so that you can align yourself and your energies to become more co- coherent so that you can attract your allies in life and really go out and make the change that you know you came here to make. I have a one-on-one mentorship program. So if that interests you, please just email me, Cody at Cody Ann Smith, or message me on any social links. Other than that, I will talk to you guys on the next episode. And until then, have a beautiful rest of your week.